Welcome to Furniture Industry News for October 26, 2023, where you can stay up to date on the latest news surrounding the ever-evolving furniture industry. In today's episode, we'll cover an increase in single-family housing starts despite high mortgage rates, the interwoven textile fair featuring the latest fabrics and trends, Ethan Allen's sales drop but expense cuts, and new product introduction, and Bed Bath & Beyond's gain of new customers but decrease in net revenue. According to the National Association of Home Builders, there has been a gain in single-family home starts, despite mortgage rates averaging above 7%. It seems that more buyers are turning to new homes because the inventory in the resale market is lacking. Overall, housing starts also increased by 7% in September, reaching a seasonally adjusted annual rate of 1.36 million units. This number represents the amount of housing units that builders would begin if development continued at the same pace for the next 12 months. Within the overall number, single-family starts saw a 3.2% increase, reaching a seasonally adjusted annual rate of 963,000. However, single-family starts are still 12.8% lower year-to-date due to higher interest rates. On the other hand, the multifamily sector, including apartments and condos, experienced a 17.6% increase, reaching an annualized pace of 395000 Despite higher mortgage rates and persistent challenges in the market, there is still some market support for builders due to the deficit of resale inventory. In fact, 31% of homes available for sale in August were new constructions, compared to the historical average of 12 to 14%. Looking at regional data, Combined single-family and multifamily starts are lower in the Northeast, Midwest, South, and West. And overall permits also decreased by 4.4%, with single-family permits increasing by 1.8%, and multifamily permits decreasing by 14.3%. Year-to-date single-family permits are down 13.4%. The NAHB predicts that the number of apartments under construction, currently near 1 million units, will decrease in the upcoming months. The high point market has just wrapped up, but the preparations for spring introductions are already in full swing. In just a few weeks, the interwoven textile fair by ITA will kick off, showcasing the latest fabrics, leathers, and trims from ITA member companies. This biannual textile show, hosted by the International Textile Association, is a must-attend event for over 600 buying companies, including those looking to select textiles for their 2024 upholstered furniture collections. Carrie Dillon, the ITA Managing Director, emphasizes the influence of the show on trends in the home furnishings industry. At Interwoven, trends are brought to life through textile and leather introductions well before they reach the consumer market. Designers draw inspiration from fashion, travel, and trend forecasting resources like Fashion Snoops to create their collections each season. To showcase these trends and new introductions, ITA partners with FS to curate a comprehensive display on the fifth floor of Market Square. This gallery provides buyers with a valuable overview of the latest trends. The selected textiles and leather from the interwoven textile fair are then showcased at the following high point market and eventually make their way to the retail floor. In collaboration with the High Point Market Authority and the American Home Furnishings Hall of Fame, ITA and FS choose one of the trends showcased at Interwoven to create a display that demonstrates how textile design trends translate to upholstered furniture and accessories. 
Apart from the trend display, Interwoven offers educational opportunities for attendees. This year, there will be two full days of seminars featuring presentations and discussions on topics like selecting textiles, performance fabrics, transformative technologies, textile recycling, and sustainability. The Interwoven Textile Fair by ITA will be held from November 14th to 16th in High Point. You can find the complete show schedule and registration information on the ITA website. Don't miss out on this opportunity to discover the latest trends and connect with industry leaders. Ethan Allen, a top 100 retailer based in Danbury, Connecticut, experienced a significant drop in orders during the first quarter of its fiscal year. However, the company was able to cut expenses by over $11 million, mitigating the impact. Consolidated net sales for the quarter ended September 30th declined by 23.6% to $163.9 million. Net income was also affected, having to $14.94 million, or $0.62 cents adjusted per diluted share, compared to the year-ago quarter. The heavy flooding at Ethan Allen's Vermont facility in September played a significant role in the sales decline, resulting in a pre-tax charge of $2.1 million. Retail net sales fell by 23.6%, while wholesale net sales dropped by 13.3%. Despite these challenges, the company maintained a strong gross margin of 61.1% and an adjusted operating margin of 12.1%. The reduction in expenses, including sales, general, and administrative costs, contributed to this positive outcome. Ethan Allen also focused on reducing inventory levels, which ended the quarter at a 10.8% decrease from the previous year. Ethan Allen's CEO, Farooq Kathwari, expressed optimism for the future. He believes that consumers are now ready to refresh their homes after the pandemic-induced focus on travel. Although the company does not expect the same level of demand experienced during the COVID period, it aims to introduce new products into its assortments in the coming year. Overall, although Ethan Allen faced challenges in the first quarter, it successfully managed expenses, maintained strong margins, and anticipates a renewed interest in home-related purchases. Good news for Bed Bath & Beyond? Their relaunched platform has attracted over 300,000 new customers. However, Overstock Com Inc. didn't fare as well, with a double-digit drop in net revenue. In the third quarter of this year, Overstock.com's total net revenue fell by 19% to $373 million. They also experienced an operating loss of $41 million, compared to an operating income of $5.66 million in the same period last year. The net loss was $63 million, compared to a net loss of $36.99 million in last year's Q3. On a positive note, the company had $325 million in cash and cash equivalents by the end of the quarter. During the first month of the quarter, the platform was still operating under the Overstock brand, but then transitioned to Bed Bath & Beyond on August 1st. Jonathan Johnson, the CEO of Overstock, emphasized that the transition to Bed Bath & Beyond was still in its early stages. The company has successfully acquired new customers and reactivated past customers, with total active customers growing over two years. Although revenues were still down, orders showed positive year-over-year growth for the first time in over two years. Key operational metrics included a 3% increase in orders delivered, 
totaling 1.9 million. However, the number of active customers decreased by 15%. The average order value also decreased by 9% to $192, which reflects the greater presence of lower-priced soft home and housewares goods in the mix. It will be interesting to see how Bed Bath & Beyond continues to capitalize on this transition and improve their overall performance in the future. Stay tuned to Furniture Industry News from Furniture Podcast. Come to stay informed on the latest updates in the furniture industry and make sure to subscribe for future episodes.